So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Logan Paul, the YouTube sensation that turned heads and raised eyebrows at WrestleMania 38. And today we get to find out what Vincent Kennedy McMahon told to the YouTube superstar behind stage after his matchup against the Mysterios. Plus, we got some updates on Rick Boogs and his surgery that he reportedly had today. Backstage news on Vince McMahon and Stone Cold Steve Austin. The fans are losing interest on Ronda Rousey and Lacey Evans ready to come back. We're going to jump into that and more in today's top story. What's up, everyone? It is the top story here on Sports Keto Wrestling. I'm Jose G. We got Kevin Kellum uh, remotely from a hotel. I'm not sure if he can hear us yet. And then we got Jeremy Bennett right beneath us here to talk about all the top headlines, the biggest scoops in the business of wrestling that y'all need to know. Make sure you are liking sharing and subscribing we're well on our way to thirty thousand subscribers just we're, we're right at the mark at 28 so guys thank you so much for all now. the support all the love thank you thank you thank you make sure you go ahead and engage with the show today as well throw off the likes throw off the laugh emojis the angry emojis it doesn't matter the more engagement you give us the more people get to watch the video and of course if you like to listen to us in podcast form Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your major podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, pre, uh, a speaker, whatever. You can get it wherever you get your podcast. We're uh, we're charting all over the place right now globally, so make sure you go ahead and show some support over there. So what's up, Jeremy? We got a lot of stuff today on deck. Uh, we got some uh, some backstage news with, news with Logan Paul and his interaction with, uh, with Vince McMahon. Logan Paul turning heads left and right at WrestleMania, me, me included. I love that he is a natural heel, that he is so great at what he does. And, man, I'll tell you, uh, Vince McMahon apparently told him that your future is here. Jeremy, what's your thoughts on this, and what's the scoop? Uh, Yeah, so speaking with Ariel Hawani on the MMA Hour, uh, he revealed what Vince McMahon said to him. And uh, Vince McMahon, quote, and Vince McMahon, after my match, he was stoked backstage. We shook hands, and he's like, Trust me, your future is here. And I'm like, uh, yeah, cool, sure. It's Vince McMahon. He's a legend. Him being exciting about the new guy's performance. It's so validating, even just the response and feedback I got online after the match. Haters or lovers, not one negative comment. I think people were surprised by my performance, and I'm so grateful they liked it. I'm happy that I made them happy and was able to entertain on a stage this big. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, I think during WrestleMania weekend, and they were like, you know, 
uh, Logan Paul would be probably taking a pay cut if he goes to WWE. So I would probably I really, that makes <laughs> yeah. I I don't think I'm, we're gonna see Logan Paul regularly in the WWE because yeah, he would l- probably take a pay cut based on all his social media stuff. Um, I think it's okay just to keep him in a part time basis because he's yeah. already such a recognizable person yeah. across the board on social media and other platforms that having him as a special attraction like a WrestleMania, like a SummerSlam. Like a um, like a Saudi show, yeah. That make to me that makes sense in utilizing Logan Paul to that capacity. Like him or hate him in the boxing world, you may like him or hate him. In the wrestling world, you may like him or hate him. But the guy attracts viewers. The guy attracts um, butts in seats. And at the end of the day, that's making money to the company, and that's what matters. That's basically sports entertainment boxing, anyway. So <laughs> exactly, he's already doing it in one way or it's another. Not, one, not, exactly. Yeah. That's not real boxing, I don't think. Um, yeah, uh, Stephen Chambers in the chat. How soon will we see Miz versus Paul? Yeah, uh, probably SummerSlam would be a good point on that. I would, uh, I would assume. Um, I, I don't know if it would really happen anywhere between now and then. I, I think they would wait till SummerSlam to do something like that. Still, I don't get why they did it. I, you know, that that just didn't make any sense to me. But, anyways. Man, I think uh, I think th- this will be very interesting uh, in the, in the months to come, especially with that turn. That's definitely an angle at some point uh, down the line. <clears throat> excuse me, down the line. My voice is still destroyed from WrestleMania, guys. So please excuse my raspy and puberty-like voice because it's just terrible. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, it, it, I I think I think this is a smart move if if Logan Paul decides to join WWE in a part-time capacity only use him in the big events. I think he'll he'll attract people one way or another, like him or hate him. Yeah, do, he, yeah just like Ricky Castillo, Castillo says, dude is a clown, but hey, <laughs> this clown brings in money and watchers and people that are new to the product because of Logan Paul, that people that follow him. So um, I, I'm okay with it. I'm okay. He impressed the hell out of me at, in WrestleMania, so uh, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I am too. I mean, I, I, he was, I, you know, I, I couldn't give, I, you know, I, I said that I, you know, when, when he was first introduced as going to be in, uh, in WrestleMania, I didn't really care about it. Um, but the, this is one of the few, uh, lead ups that was good on the road to WrestleMania. And, and then he produced very well on the show. So, you know, you can't really deny that. Let's jump into another WrestleMania story that happened on night one. And that is the the, the news of uh, Rick Boogs that apparently he reportedly to- had a torn quad uh, during that match. And we found out today uh, through Fightful that Rick Boogs has reportedly undergone successful surgery to repair that torn quad. Right, Jeremy? Yeah, Rick Boogs, of course, uh, the, the match with Shinsuke Nakamura was cut short. And uh, so unfortunately, we found out uh, later on in the night that uh, from Michael Cole that Rick Boogs did tear his quad. Uh, Rick uh, Mike Johnson at PW Insider says that he underwent successful surgery in uh, Birmingham, Alabama, the the national capital for surgeries. Apparently, um, he is scheduled to leave Alabama this weekend, return home, and begin the uh, healing process. Uh, Boogs did fa- post this following statement after WrestleMania: "From the highest of highs to the lowest of lows, having my beautiful wife with me to experience, experience my first WrestleMania, getting the incredible opportunity to open the show, being able to demonstrate brute strength in front of millions of viewers. Unfortunately, the doctor told me my quad was too strong 
for the tendon, and it was flexing so hard, it ripped the tendon totally off the bone. I'm still incredibly grateful for the experience and all the love and support. History proves I will come back bigger, better, and stronger. It's a mindset. Let's see if uh, let's see if Kevin's audio is back. Uh, I'm not sure if he is, but we're going to give it a try. Kevin, are you able Hello? to hear us now? Hello, can you hear me? You hear now? us? I can hear you. Can you we hear can me? Hear you. Yep, I can yes. hear you. Yes, we can hear you. We've always uh, been able to hear you, but I'm getting you from the speaker on my laptop. I'm used to hearing you guys in my ears. This is this is weird. New laptop, new technology. <laughs> Poor Rick Boogs. Poor Rick Boogs. This guy had such a big year. I know for hardcore fans who love the work rate stuff, the bell to bell, he is a complete sports entertainer. He he has the muscles. He looks like an action figure come to life. He embraced the gimmick that was given to him. This is a guy who came up from the independent wrestling ranks, whether or not anyone likes to say that. They kind of like I like how I like how fans who are critical of WWE kind of like rewrite the history of someone once they have success there. That they suddenly like 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 like, like uh, Seth Rollins wasn't like a huge independent wrestling star before he made it to WWE. Now he's just a troll. Uh, with Boots, uh, <laughs> this is a guy who took the gimmick and went even farther with it of being like this air guitar rock star character, right? Yeah, and and also who's produced well. They paired him with the right guy. He got paired with Nakamura. It's the right pairing. And Nakamura English is a second language. Somebody can be the talk piece for him. It made sense, and it made sense that they would win those tag belts at WrestleMania and defeat the Usos. They're a feel-good act. There's nothing wrong with that. I just feel bad for the guy in this circumstance. Yeah, it's definitely very unfortunate. And uh, we, we here at, uh, at Sports Gear Wrestling, and I'm sure as many other fans across the world, are wishing him to a speedy recovery. High vibrations to you, my brother, because we want you to get well. Hopefully back in time for SummerSlam. That's the next big one. Uh, well, before that is, well, Money That's, in the Bank, right? So yeah. Money in the Bank will be the next big one. So hopefully uh, before that. I don't but know. Definitely, Triple, hopefully before SummerSlam. Triple H was gone for about nine months with a torn quad, so I don't know if it's going to be that soon. I would be That was surprised. also 20 years ago. Yeah, I would, uh, I would probably put it at Rumble um but we don't know yet and there wasn't been a time frame so it's a Man, lot of work too. interesting it's a lot of work to come it, back it from is an injury like that yeah it is a lot of work guys vince mcmahon uh made headlines wrestlemania weekend huh. uh, especially on sunday when uh when his his protege pat mcafee uh um austin theory took on pat mcafee where pat mcafee got the win and then the chairman of the company decided to uh go in and teach Austin Theory a lesson by defeating Pat McAfee. Then later on, we had an interaction with Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? Thank you. And to have the worst stunner of all times be displayed on WrestleMania 38. Easily the worst stunner. (laughs) They edited the shit out of that, though. Oh hell yeah, they did. <laughs> they but, made it, they oh, made it look the good Monday in the replay. recap of it. Yeah, did not include uh, Vince flopping around there like a fish for a second. Yeah. <laughs> so we got some backstage news uh, from Fightful uh, that let us gave us some more information on kind of like what happened backstage and like what was Mister McMahon's interaction and and even his assistants and you know people that tell him like yeah, you shouldn't be doing this or you should do this there was a lot of people that were very vocal backstage towards mr mcmahon and jeremy's got the scoop from fightful what's up here bro uh vince mcmahon uh said to have made the decision to wrestle on the show months ago and fightful learned that numerous people close to him and on the creative team vocally expressed that they thought it was a terrible idea 
and uh, boy, were they right. Uh, McMahon hadn't been physical since 2017 with Kevin Owens, hadn't had a match since 2010 with Bret Hart, which was considered to be one of the worst in WrestleMania history. Those at Fightful spoke to uh, that they spoke to said that there were plenty of laughs had by the team and Vince McMahon himself in the days that followed the event. The line we were given is that McMahon recognized it was a terrible performance and the sell of the stunner, but chalked it up to as long as people are laughing and entertained, it's okay, pal. Is that uh, a bad in take? In another humorous uh, thing, in retrospect, they are told that Vince McMahon laid out the entire post-match for the show, including Austin Theory's music hitting after the match, which, of course, we all saw him react as if it was yeah. a run-in. Uh, but that was kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> and so the, that, that's, the, that's the scoop there from Fightful Select. Uh, you know what? I was there live, and it was definitely one of the worst stunners of all time. But, it, I mean, when, when Austin's music hit and you knew you were getting – the the hits that is that is you know austin and mcmahon one more time it made complete sense like logically the way they laid this out it made sense there were there were some things on paper and delivery and execution that simply just didn't work you have a 76 year old man in there vince also even at his physical peak was never like a coordinated guy he was just a very good talk piece he's very much a I character mean, he was so coordinated and he, he, knew tore, he was doing tore both regard. quads at and, the same time Exactly. It's, but I mean, this is still a guy who comes out there and gets nuclear heat, nuclear heat. And he added something to the match by being at ringside. He really did. Uh, and yeah. and you can say whatever you want with McAfee. You can say whatever you want with celebrities and W not developing stars in house. But in this show, they play with what they had. And McMahon and Austin in the ring together and Austin giving him a stunner makes complete sense. I don't think anyone can argue that. It's just unfortunate it didn't work. I do appreciate that they have a sense of humor like yeah that didn't work they didn't like you know what i mean yeah but they can laugh at themselves in that regard. the cool thing about that was that vince mcmahon really didn't take himself seriously even though he sold no. being laid down the entire time after that just to give it that extra umph which is fine i'm totally fine with that uh it, it's just i don't know man we should not be seeing i, I don't you think know, you what, 76 year old men in the in the ring right now yeah. what now that, that i don't, I don't think he needed that. to have a match he could have he could have got in there and gotten physical and, even though Pat he had that match, Pat McAfee then, made him look, look made him look like a million bucks. Yeah, I don't I as don't realize as best yeah, as he, he, he yeah, he sold them crap clotheslines. My God. Uh but yeah, they didn't need to have a match. I don't know what the purpose of that was outside of just keeping Michael Cole as the only commentator undefeated at WrestleMania. I don't know why else they would have had that uh, uh that match otherwise. Interestingly uh, just, enough, uh on I think it was on uh Instagram reels earlier today i saw a post that a fan put up about connecting all the little old school nods that they did so like when pat mcafee was beating the crap out of austin theory while he was on the microphone the little nod to the rock or or when he when he took the stunner so just like a lot of little moments during wrestlemania 38 that took from previous wrestlemanias uh which are really great so catch it on instagram i forgot the guy's uh, username but uh, it's definitely on the reels there shout out to danaz here watching us on youtube uh, one of our fans that actually caught up and talked with us over there in ATT Stadium. What's up, Broski? We appreciate you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, the interviews are not up yet. We will be releasing those here in the next few days and in the weeks as, as to come. We're going to put a package together. Um, so uh, that's all in editorials right now. So we got people dealing with that. But, yes, we are putting that stuff out for you guys, uh, all that exclusive content that we got from Dallas. So I'm excited about that. So much fun. It, it was so fun to finally meet people of the show because we've been doing the show relatively in the pandemic. You know, like this show, 
with the three of us for the most part has been done almost exclusively, you know, in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and this was the first time that uh, Kevin and myself got to meet in person, even though we've known each other outside of sports keto for years before that, this is the first time that we got to meet. So it was pretty cool to meet in person and to meet with other fans. He's bigger in person. Okay. is much that, bigger in person. That, 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 uh, that recognized us uh, over there. So it was really cool to have that experience. That's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, so let's, let's move on to our next story here because uh, one person that didn't get the W at WrestleMania was one Ronda Rousey. Arr. She's not getting the W these days with the fans either apparently the fan interest in ronda rousey is at an all-time low according to a google search uh and google analytics that dave Meltzer, good old uncle dave decided to report on earlier today uh what's what are the details on this on this uh, uh statistics uh from fans uh here uh, dave says that as far as after the show complete interest levels and everything like that google for mania cody was number one austin was number two roman number four ronda rousey was not high which is an interesting one because she would been so high going in so the bloom is off of the ronda rousey rose by the way and you know i got a you know i got a theory on that i i i don't i just don't know this compared to her debut it doesn't look like she's interested to be there the buildup was not interesting at all her promos were not good she's done better she did better promos three years ago i just think i don't know what i don't know what her mindset was going in but it just does not seem that she was fully invested in wrestlemania yeah and the match itself was i, I, I don't i don't think that impression was, was actually a little bit better yeah, I, I, don't ahead, impre- I don't know if we have a delay or anything like that, but I, I didn't get that impression when the bell rang. I, I got that impression with promos and other things like that. Um, mm-hmm. The physicality, she seemed, you know, uh, in tune with Charlotte and the match she had to have on SmackDown about a month ago. She seemed into it. The, but the, with a character like this, it's elusive. You can't have him in the ring all the time because then it isn't special. Um, the match was interesting uh, for what they tried to do. Uh, it was better than I think people expected it to be. Uh, but this isn't the first time you've had Ronda. And I think with Ronda, she works as a heel. She works as a villain. People want to boo Ronda. And uh, I think when, when they get to that, that'll be a little bit more compelling. And then it'll be the weird thing that always happens when people start to think the heel is cool. They start to chill for the heel. I think this is the cyclical thing of it. I think with Ronda, people just want to boo her because she is an outsider, but a legitimate one. And the same way that Brock came into the business and he was, or at least when he came, back about 10 years ago it's like now you're the ufc guy and you come back to crush your wwe guys honestly kevin honestly kevin i think people might take a little bit more of an interest in ronda rousey if she would just give up the smiling walking down the aisle baby face situation that she's got they like her when she's a badass like like if she just comes in like a badass and even when she talks shit to the crowd to the wwe universe they like that shit even though they want to hate on her but people will get behind her because they know that she's being genuine about it. She knows that she doesn't like this. People know that. Because but- remember, remember, right after she de- uh, returned, like Vince had to tell her to smile more, you know? And uh, so. But like my wife, for example, is a good example. My wife, who's not a wrestling fan, but knows who Ronda Rousey is, and we'll see her on a Monday Night Raw or on a SmackDown. Every time she mm-hmm. comes out walking with a big ass grin on her face, she's like, ugh. <laughs> Why is she coming out like that? 
because shout out Brenda. Know her. Shout out Brenda. Know her as a badass and like her as a badass. Shout out. Shout out to my baby. She's out in Mississippi working tonight. Shout out. Uh, what a sweetheart. She puts up with you. So, so she's good in my book. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> um, what do you do with Rhonda now? She didn't get the belt off Charlotte. What's next? I mean, that, that finish definitely li- leaves it open to an angle. I'm assuming they're going to probably keep it going until WrestleMania backlash. But again, I don't know what the long-term plan is. Are they going to bring her back to uh, Saudi? Are they planning to do another Saudi show? Um, are they going to do that UK show, that stadium show come this summer? I don't know if they're going to use her in that capacity. I'm not sure. Uh, obviously, we're going to probably find out more on Friday. Um, I would assume they probably have a rematch at WrestleMania Backlash, or it could be a uh, a fatal four-way. Um, we do not have a Saudi show on the calendar as of yet, uh, but we do have basically the next four months booked. Uh, with Backlash, Hell in a Cell, Money in the Bank, and SummerSlam. So there's probably not a Saudi show coming up probably until October. I'm going to think uh, October probably for Saudi. Yeah, um, that makes sense. I wouldn't be surprised if WrestleMania Backlash could be a fatal four-way with Bailey and Lacey Evans involved too, which will lead into our, our next story. Uh, that would be uh, another thing that I would not be surprised out if Bailey and Lacey Evans get into that picture as well. Yeah, we're gonna jump into that. Uh, Lacey that Evans here due to return on this week's SmackDown. Yeah, we got the, we got this super chat from Roland Curtis, always showing us love and support. Saying recent viral news: Julia Pena called Ronda a joke. Wow, I guess the interest is very low among people. Let's jump into our last story Good here. Pena. Lacey Evans. Uh, recently, she she gave birth a few months ago. She's been out due to pregnancy. Um, looks like she's getting ready for a comeback. PW Insider reporting that, and looks like we're gonna get her as soon as this Friday SmackDown, right, Jeremy? Yeah, according to Mike Johnson at PW Insider, we have uh, Evans scheduled for tomorrow night's SmackDown taping in Milwaukee, and uh, she has last appeared in the WWE February of 2021 when she teamed with Peyton Royce against Charlotte Flair and Asuka. My times have changed over 14 months, uh, so it'll be exciting to see what they do with Lacey if uh, she just continues her old gimmick as well, what they do with her. Like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if her and Bailey both return tomorrow night and uh, Bailey's is more of a surprise, and uh, that leads to a fatal four-way. Yeah, man, throw the sun off the trail. Uh, I mean, if Lacey is the protection of Bailey coming out there, and you want to do two big returns on the SmackDown after WrestleMania, it's a smart play. Uh, I, I also I want to shout out Lacey in this regard. I think she's one of the better characters for the females in wwe in terms of like mm-hmm. a defined character you know what you're getting the southern bell the outfits the look the way she carries herself the promos there isn't a more uh, next to Becky. yes uh you nasty i got to do <laughs> yes i got to do an interview with her in 2019 in person and it was some of the better in character wrestling work i've ever seen anyone do in, in a in a media form like that and it wasn't disingenuous. It was completely, she completely believed the character. You, She is that character. And very few people can pull that off. Charlotte is one of the people that can do it. Becky Lynch can. Uh, people can say Lacey Evans has never had a five-star match in WWE, but 
she's had a lot of compelling things that she's done, you know, like having her daughter at ringside and cutting these promos about her military background. She's she's a little bit more convincing, I think, as a villain. I think she's going to come back to a reaction. Anyone who's been away for a long, long time, they come back, they always get it kind of a wow reaction. I don't know if hers is going to be bigger than maybe a Bailey or an Asuka, but I think she's a, she is a storyline mechanic in this regard where she gets the storyline and sets somebody up. You pair her against a Sasha Banks. You pair her with someone else and go against Naomi and Sasha Banks. There's a lot of possibilities. She's been out of the game for quite some time. And it is kind of nice when you have someone you know you can bring back and you know they can do certain things like pull off a promo and, and do different things and be on commentary. She can do a lot of different things than just wrestle in the ring. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see her have some bangers, though, in the, in the ring, though, for sure. And she's just as good on the microphone that she is on the ring. She's actually very talented in the ring. Mm-hmm. A lot of people made the comparison uh, of her and Charlotte Flair, like Charlotte 2.0, um, and and it holds up. And it'll be interesting to see how they bring her back because when she had her feud as a babyface with Sasha Banks, she did really good as firing what's playing that angle with Sasha Banks and her daughter. That's good. But she is so good as a heel when she was doing that work with Ric Flair, or even before that, man. Like, she was so good at just taunting the crowd. It's like, mm-hmm. you're nasty's here and you're nasty's there. I love that. Either way, I'm looking forward to for her coming back. But I do want to see Bailey, and I want to see that to be a surprise. Hopefully, this Friday we get her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be uh, – uh, hopefully – uh, SmackDown delivers in a way that Raw did not on Monday uh, with uh, with uh, the first show after Mania. So uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, what we get tomorrow night. Uh, we have a lot yes, of people sir. in the comments here. Ben Richardson saying it would be nice to see Lacey Evans. We need Bailey. We need Bailey. Uh, Delwyn Jones saying, didn't Bailey say her t- on her Twitter today that she is still recovering from injury? She's been doing a lot of interesting things on Twitter. Just She's really trying been to doing a lot of trolling. She did a Q&A yesterday where she would retweet the question and then absolutely not answer it. So yeah. don't take no. anything she says on social media for truth uh, because she's just trolling everybody right now. Interesting uh, comment here. And then perfect you say Ronda, Ronda Rousey is a, is a quitter. <laughs> she's a quitter, plain and simple. Her popularity is taking a nose that the, the hatred of Ronda is like really deep-seated. Well, there Am were I reports... Wrong? There were reports that she was gonna she walked out of WrestleMania, which I weren't true, obviously. Which but, weren't true because she no. she clarified that. She clarified yeah. that. Christopher I, Ryan I Cooper watching us on Facebook. Are we hopefully getting Io Shirai tomorrow on SmackDown? I think we're getting Raquel. Uh, there that was so weird that how that was so weird how her and Dakota dropped the belts, even though they had a longer reign than last time, three days versus 30 minutes. Uh, but uh I think I think uh Vince said, bring her up. And so they probably dropped the belts right back to toxic attraction. Uh, So I, I fully, I don't know. I don't know about EO, uh, but I fully expect uh, Raquel Gonzalez tomorrow night. It would make sense. Raquel is a very, very unique look. Yeah. Very unique look amongst the women. Uh, A very mommy cool look. Yeah. Big mommy. Cool. I'm down for it. I'm down for it for sure. Uh, guys, want to thank you so much for hanging out with us uh, here for these uh, 30 minutes here, 20, 26 minutes. Uh, remember, guys, to engage with the show, share, like, and subscribe. We're well on our way over 30,000 subscribers. So help us get there. 
by subscribing to our YouTube. All right, guys. Also on the podcast, make sure you are subscribing to the podcast. Get it wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple, any of the major pla uh, platforms. You can go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and go ahead and leave us, leave us a review. We are charting worldwide. All right. Worldwide. Worldwide. We are charting everywhere, guys. So we appreciate the love. We appreciate the support. If you're watching us on Facebook, watch us on demand. Start it over as soon as we end it and share it in your favorite wrestling group. Tag your friends in the comment section so they don't miss and they can enjoy the conversation as well. We'll be back tomorrow around the same time, 6.30 p.m. EST, 5.30 Central Time, here on Sports Keto Wrestling. For Kevin Kellum and Jeremy Bennett, I'm Jose G. And remember, give us a follow on all of our socials. And when you're watching wrestling, you have to do the most important thing, which is what, gentlemen? Get your microphone to work and enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Talk to them. Talk to them. Let me see you tomorrow. <laughs> watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out.